from 1924 when he threw rocks around a canyon down into the modern age he's been a boon companion though many folks have seen him know now none of them have held him or brought a decent hand sample to dr jeffrey meldrum if you're walking through the woods one night and you see a vague footprint Build a mold and cast that bitch, cause it could be a hit. But if you've never seen a Sasquatch, just seek and you will find. Because Bigfoot is a state of mind. Yes, Bigfoot is a state of mind. Hey everybody, welcome to the Hidden Zoo, where every week we make fun of an animal that probably doesn't exist. I'm Don, and with me as always is Blake. Hey Don. Hi Blake. And we took last week off, because we felt like it. And also Thanksgiving. That's right. But we're back now, and as of this recording, it is right now the start of Hanukkah. So that's, happy Hanukkah true. to any of our Jewish listeners. It's eight, eight nights of light. And I hope you enjoy your latkes. I like latkes. I do, good. too. That wasn't ironic or insulting at all. I like latkes yeah. a lot. Uh, okay, so um, any anything to get out of the way? Any opening business? Anything interesting happened to you this week? Um, last night I watched... Both the new Pacific, the Pacific Rim sequel, and Tomb Raider. The new Tomb Raider. The new Tomb, yes, Claire. Well, yeah, the new Tomb Raider. How was it? Um, one of these movies was terrible. The other one was not terrible. I liked Pacific Rim Uprising. I did not. Why not? I found it terrible. Like it wasn't as good as the first one, but I liked Charlie Day, like getting possessed and whatever. Yeah, the twist was good. I liked that. That was the only element I enjoyed. First of it, I was just, bleh. But you liked Tomb Raider. I heard that one was terrible. No, it wasn't terrible, nor was it good. I, I, more and more, I don't understand the point of video game movies because the games already tell the stories well enough. Exactly. It's the discussion we had during the week of why does anime need to be live action? Yes. Like, it's the same thing for... If it was an, an 8-bit Nintendo game right. and you tried to make a movie out of it... That sure. I understand. But Tomb Raider, based on the reboot of the Tomb Raider series, which is a really good game already. Very like, good. You're not adding anything. In fact, you're subtracting a dimension from the story because you're making it yeah. non-interactive. Exactly. And it just <clears throat> is like a bad beat-for-beat ripoff of Last Crusade. Mm-hmm. And if, like, like, the Assassin's Creed movie was crap, and that's not surprising because stripped of the actual assassinations... It's like some sub-Dan Brown-level historical conspiracy bullshit fiction. That movie made no fucking sense whatsoever. Because it's ter- like the whole story of Assassin's Creed makes no sense, but it's fun to jump off roofs and kill people. Let's put you in a time travel machine. It looks like they, they made a time machine, but it was something you would pay to use at the mall. <laughs> yeah, it's like you go in and you get a time machine and a foot massage. That that was a really silly, bizarre movie that I troubled. Once they once they they told me the concept, I was like, "Peace! I'm on my phone for an hour and a half." <laughs> Did you ever play the games? No, no, because that's Not pretty really. much the games, and they're fun. But the less they relied on the whole going back in time through your ancestral memory conceit, the more they just focused on different time periods. So that's actually like, in the game. Oh yeah, the it, it what? gets it gets less and less important over time. But the entire that's conceit bizarre. of the game. Why don't you just be an assassin is, in a time? Period? I know, 
I know. I agree. I don't because they wanted to tell this stupid story about the Templars and the assassins battling throughout time for the secrets of creation. And it's like I said, it's well, worse every, than Dan Brown. Every chapter just do a different time period. It yeah, advance the story. You can, but they are Ubisoft, and they're one of the most overrated game devs in the world. <laughs> Terrible. It's just bad fiction. Most video games are bad fiction. Their stories are bad, and we forgive it because they're fun to play. Correct. And then the games, the stories are actually good, are really good. Yeah, I like the the latest, well, all three of the new Tomb Raider games. I like the second one the most. I haven't played the second, well, I played a little bit of the second one and not the third one at all, but I really like the first one. The second one's better. Is it? I think. Okay. I think so. And then the third one, I think is the weakest of the three. Yeah. Well, hey, Spider-Man 3, X-Men 3. (laughs) Yeah, movie movie trailers inspired my choice for my cryptid. Ooh, neat. Well, so, are uh, you going first? Yeah, I'll, I'll go first. I'll go first, okay. and we'll get you. We'll get you next time. But I'm curious now that movie movie trailers are involved. Um, and we're not going to talk about politics this week, <laughs> at least not intentionally. It may Let's give it a up. break. So uh, this week, uh, I'm taking us to Hackettstown, New Jersey. Oh, boy, back to New Jersey. Yeah, there's a lot of dumb shit in New Jersey. Um, Hackettstown, New Jersey is a town of about 10,000 people. And somehow this uh, small-ish town is the home to the corporate headquarters of the Mars Chocolate Company. So, you know, like Snickers, I think, and Twix and shit. They're they're the Mm -hmm. corporate headquarters in this little place in New Jersey. And when I was looking this up, I, I just learned today from Wikipedia... The Mars Chocolate Company also makes Whiskus and Pedigree pet food. They make Uncle Ben's rice, and they <laughs> Uncle make Ben's rice, and huh? they make combos. Mm. You know, like the pizza, pizza, pizza uh, mush inside of pretzels. Yeah, combos are gross. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, and, and other things though are pretty good. What is? So most of those other things are pretty good. Uh, <laughs> you gonna you gonna. Take a stand on pedigree. Mm, <laughs> oh, delicious. Wait, uh, the dog food? No. Meaty, meant, wet, meaty chunks. I mean the, the people food. Oh, yeah, the Uncle Ben's. Pedigree is not my pet food of choice. Uh, well, you don't have a dog. I don't. And if I did have a dog, I would not feed him that. Yeah, we have dogs and we do not. Uh, so, uh, But here's a neat fact that I liked. Uh, I okay, hope not this, with a vet in the house. Yeah, I know. We feed good <laughs> food for the dogs and the cats. You're, here, dog, would you like some corn byproduct? <laughs> How about some sawdust mushed together into a nugget? Yeah. Protein's like the fifth thing on the ingredient list. Mm-hmm. That's good for dogs, right? Yep. Uh, yeah, they love sawdust and uh, filler. Yes. And what was this town called again? So, uh, Hackettstown. H-A-C-K-E-T-T-S town. One word. Oh, there it is. So, okay, so here's a direct quote from Wikipedia. As of March 23rd, 2011, there were a total of 5,410 registered voters in Hackettstown, of which 1,169 were registered as Democrats, uh, 1,764 were registered as Republicans, 2,468 were registered as unaffiliated. And here's the fun part. There were nine voters registered to other parties. And I like the idea of, like, three guys getting together for the Libertarian Party, like just the three Libertarians in Hackettstown, New Jersey, 
and like two guys from the Constitution Party and like a Nazi, just like one Nazi. Like everybody's like either they don't care, they're Democrat or Republican, but then they're, they're these nine people. Well, what does that have to do with cryptids, it I doesn't. ask? It doesn't. I just thought it was funny. Oh, okay. I just like the idea that there were nine, only nine people registered to third parties huh. out of 10,000. That seems low. Yeah. I have no, no <laughs> metric to compare that to, though. Just nine out of 10,000 people. That's how I saw it. So one in a thousand people, roughly. <laughs> anyway, so Hackettstown is near a river, and I'm going to mispronounce this, Musconetcong. The Musconet Kong River. Musconet Kong. Musconet Kong. Musconet Kong. I don't oh, know. Here it is. It's one of those Musconet, weird. Musk. Wow, that's yeah, hard to say. It's one of those weird Indian words. Musconet Kong. Musconet Kong. Like Native American words are easy to pronounce if you grew up around them. Like I grew up in the Monongahela Valley, so I know exactly how to pronounce that one. But I don't know this one. So anyway, the Musconet Kong River uh, is the home of Mantis Man. Mantis Man. What do you think Mantis Man looks like? Um, I'm going to guess vaguely like a mantis, but not really anything like a mantis. It's apparently a man, but also exactly like a mantis. Exactly like a mantis? Well, it's a, exactly like a mantis man. Mantis man. So oh, uh, There's a Marvel Comics mantis. Yes, it's not that mantis. It is a, it is a humanoid with the features akin to a praying mantis huh that didn't wikipedia doesn't seem to have an article on it does not (laughs) how do i how do i read about it so um well i it's it's fun funny because i originally wasn't going to do this one because it seems like one of those just you know dumb urban legends that we don't like to do yeah those Um, are pretty dumb but i found a website called phantoms and monsters pulse of the paranormal that has a bunch of reported sightings or at least they claim the reported sightings. So I was uh, pretty much just planning on reading some of those today because they're pretty good. Uh, there is also a common rider character called Mantis Man. I saw that too. <laughs> he attacks with a chain claw mace. <laughs> chain claw mace. Yeah, I like the sound of this. Let me look at Mantis Man from Common Rider. Chain claw mace is harder for me to parse than Mantis Man. Wow, he looks exactly like I thought he would, like a Mexican wrestler. <laughs> Mantis themed <laughs> chain claw mace, 175 centimeters, 68 kilos from episode four and 13. I bet common rider was able to defeat him though. Oh, probably. <laughs> That's pretty great. Seems unlikely. He wasn't. Oh, may. Okay. He's got a, uh, what's the name of that? It's just a modified Kasari Gama, uh, ninja weapon. Supposedly. So it says a comma and can manipulate a chain claw mace attached to a comma. <laughs> not the not the punctuation mark. Yes, no, it's, yeah, it's, comma. A, no, it's attached to a <laughs> semicolon. This guy's cool. I'd, I I fuck with Colon this. Colon power. Colon power? Well, that'd be pretty cool if they just used punctuation to attack. Because someone just read comma wrong or heard comma wrong. <laughs> when you say colon power, I do not think punctuation. <laughs> Although that would be I, a pretty epic attack. You'd have I, to power it up for a while. I think of former Secretary of Defense Colin Powell. Colin Power! 
<laughs> so what, they just blast Colin Powell's at people? No, they're just like, Colin Powell! And then he just kind of walks up and he's like, hi, I'm former Secretary of Defense No, I'm saying Colin Power, not Colin Power. Oh, my mistake. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Colin Powell! <laughs> What? Was that? Did you call me again? <laughs> just Colin Powell comes out, but he's he's giant and has to fight a robot. Uh, I'm too well-respected for this. <laughs> this is what you get in the Trump administration when you're a respected centrist. <laughs> oh, now I kind of want to see uh, political figures battle Japanese robots. <laughs> Did we just invent another anime? I think we just invented an anime. <laughs> Ah, George Abushi. <laughs> he uses vomit attack to attack Japan. <laughs> and then he dies. Yeah, and then he's, yeah, but he's dead now. Oh, I don't ah, know. Ah, George Abushi, vomit. It's vomit. <laughs> vomit son. <laughs> vomit attack. Oh, no, no. He's vomit sama. Yeah, if you don't remember, in the early 90s, he on his state on visit to Japan, Japan, he vomited on some Japanese people. Yeah, some like really important Japanese people. The prime minister, maybe? I believe it was the I prime forget. minister. Uh, and, and like he was, he was not feeling well. If I remember the story correctly, it's not like he was just like, like, oh, hey, Mr. <laughs> Japanese guy. He's, he was <laughs> taking vengeance for, like, it, he, for the war. <laughs> it wasn't. Man, I'm gonna go to Japan and vomit on him. <laughs> That'll teach them to shoot me down. <laughs> Fifty years ago. <laughs> this is for Chichijima, you son of a bitch. <laughs> So, no, I don't think it was it was intentional. No, I think he was just sick, but he had to go to the state dinner. And, uh, and I, it's, you know, I got, I got to look up the video now because I, have the, I haven't watched it. I've not seen this video since I was probably a kid. But yeah, I have a either, suspicion. I do have a memory of it that I, don't know if it's, that I don't know if it's correct or not. I have a suspicion that the reaction of every Japanese person at the table is, like, polite bafflement. Or polite horror. Yeah, like, or, or, or oh. they just kind of pretend it's not happening. <laughs> oh. Let me, let me see. Let me see it. See if I can find it. Now, from what I do know about Japanese etiquette, it is not polite to vomit on people. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's true. Although I bet in... Uh, I bet in like the Meiji or not the Meiji in the, the Edo period, a samurai could probably vomit on whoever he wanted to. Oh well, yeah, that was a more graphic period in time. <laughs> All right, George. you should at least cover it. Cover it with your mouth, like you're laughing. Okay, okay, here it is. I found it. Oh man, it has tracking because it's on VHS from 1992, and he's he's dipping. He's not looking good. Oh, he's sagging. He fell over right into the guy's lap. Blah, blah. <laughs> Suck it, Hirohito. Blah. And then, yeah, okay. So the guy who's lapped, he puked it. It's just kind of sitting there, like, oh, oh no. <laughs> I must go changing my pants. So all of King of the Hill is on Hulu. Cool. And the first episode I had to watch was the when uh, Hank is accidentally a pimp because that's my favorite one in ever. Oh, my favorite, the best one. And then the second one was I had to watch was when Cotton Hill goes to Japan and Hank's half brother, and then Cotton's gonna spit on the emperor and have to stop him. 
My my very favorite is uh, that's my purse. I don't know you. Oh, Bobby, self defense. Yeah, I think that's really good. Hey, Bobby, plenty kickball lately. <laughs> Bobby's purse. kicking everybody in the balls. <laughs> okay, so Mantis Man. So some people think he is a science experiment gone wrong. Because that. What do other people think? <laughs> uh, well, other people think he's an alien. Oh, good. That's always... Like, it's not... Because <laughs> that always explains the, well, where did he go? Yeah. But uh, I did some poking around of my own, and I found that in August of 1940, the Haunt Brothers Circus passed through Hackettstown, New Jersey. There's always a cir- another circus one. How many circus... <laughs> I I'm going to be do this because I love that this keeps coming back. But... I, I, I'm actually going to do this for every really obscure cryptid I do from now on. I'm going to see if I can find a circus connection. Like this isn't one where anybody's claiming that, oh, the circus cra- circus train crashed and a mantis boy fell into a river and grew into a mantis man raised by mantises. But... Or just there was one really poorly managed circus that just bumbled through the country, mm-hmm. dropping off cryptids <laughs> in small in small towns around the nation. But uh, I I will claim that I will claim that the Hunt Brothers Circus did crash in August of 1940. And, and we hired came. 20 drunken wagon masters. <laughs> See, it was August. Oh uh, fuck! Where is it? I thought was it August? Maybe it was September. Hold on. I know it was 1940. August of... Oh, 1955. My bad. It was 1955. This is... On Sunday, August 11th of 1955. I got to write this up before Patton Oswalt comes up with this on his own. That all the the, the sightings of everything are just mismanaged 1930s circuses. <laughs> well, uh... Oh, no! Like, uh, a few days later, it passed through Asbury Park, and presumably that's where Bruce Springsteen fell off of the circus. <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, I, I want to start with a story from the Hackettstown Life web forum <clears throat> titled, Mantis Man Sighting on the Macong. This is no joke. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you the link. Uh... Hold on. I'll send you this. I'm going to send it in the Gmail and not the video. Oh, hang on. Let me find the thing. Okay. So uh, I'll read it. And then uh, I, I found there are a couple of the of the comments that are kind of good, but I didn't get a chance to look through all of them. I didn't want to look through all of them. So I figured we Wait, can look through the comments to? together. I sent it to uh, g- the Gmail chat. Oh, there it is. Hackettstownlife.com. So, goes like this. It's no joke. I like a good story like anyone else, but my friend told me a story today that was so profound I felt the need to share it with the rest of the town. This friend of mine who told me this story is a very successful businessman. Deep into our conversation today, he started tearing up uncontrollably and told me he had something to get off his chest that had been eating at him for some time. I hope you're ready for this, because I wasn't. Apparently well, about I'm a year ago. That the, that's the correct your. Yeah. Apparently, Sorry, oh, it gets better. <laughs> Apparently, about a year ago, my friend and his brother were down at Stevens State Park fishing around right around dusk. I love that it's just Stevens State Park, like not. There's no Stevens one apostrophe. Yeah, like, <laughs> like it's it not belongs. his. It, 
it's not like Richard State Park. You know, it's not like like, like Richardson State Park, like a last name or like mm-hmm. named after a famous president. It's just Stevens. Yeah. Hey, can I have a state park? Sure, Steven. You're a good dude. Damn right. That's my park. I have a state park. So anyway, they're fishing at Stevens Park, and Steven was probably like, hey, they're using my park. During this time, while his brother was roughly 50 yards downstream fishing, he said he felt the strange vibration in his right ear. And from that, he turned and looked to the right. When he turned and looked to the right, he said he saw this six to seven foot praying mantis looking man just standing there and unable to believe that he could see him. He said the creature was black and gray. And to be quite honest, the way my buddy was telling me the story, I was having a tough time. I know he saw this thing. Because I could see it in his face. Anyhow, we googled Praying Mantis Man on the Muskinenkong. They spelled their own <laughs> lake or river wrong. Right after that, and it turns out my friend is not alone. I can't even emphasize enough how bad my friend was crying today over what he saw. So... Uh, I mean, people never lie about anything. So, so it's a second-hand story about a man crying... And weeping about the time he saw a creepy thing. <laughs> Although the, this river sounds like the Viet Cong just moved to Wisconsin. Macong. And now they're the Muscanetnikong. Well, I, I think, well, the the, uh, the abbreviation, the Macong, it sounds like a guy with a fedora is just like hitting on the river. <laughs> Macong. Or it's a, a Klingon Viet Cong. <laughs> Kapla Macong. Yeah, it's the Macong. So a lot of these comments are just like, uh, oh, your friend was on drugs. So many drugs. Oh, look at drugs. What good drugs. What was oh, he no, drinking? It's the Klingon. It's the Klingon King Kong. That's what Macong, Macong is. <laughs> He's a very <laughs> large Klingon ape. Yeah, they have a whole movie series about him. It's just a gorilla with a goofy forehead. <laughs> oh, so here's here's a man posting in December 12th, right after our own hearts and his understanding of how small towns deal with cryptids. Wow, local business owners are going to do great. Once this gets out, the whole town will be flooded with media and Hollywood types. I'm turning my house into an alien gift shop for tourists just to improve my sales. I'll tell the story of the time I saw it to my customers. Oh, the time I seen it. I, I seen it. You're oh, right. That's a legit. I seen a, it. He's legit right there because he's, I seen it. I seen, seen the it. creature. Uh, is LSD back in style? <laughs> is LSD back in style? Never left, my friend. <laughs> oh, that's silly. So, it's a giant praying mantis, huh? Uh, six to seven foot one. Uh. Oh, some are obso- someone's claiming they're associated associated with alien abductions. So, it being an alien, it doesn't have to follow the rules for giant bugs. No, which is to say, collapse and die under its own weight. Yeah, yeah. can't be able to breathe. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, looking through the comments, they're not all that great. They're not very interesting. Although this now, uh, I think we need to make a trip to New Jersey with the mantis rod puppet we're about to construct. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! <laughs> the giant bug would make a pretty good put rod puppet. It'd be a pretty easy one too. It couldn't really go anywhere. Oh, unless we like mounted it on somebody and mm-hmm. then somebody else ran the arms. Well, you could also, if you just added some wings, you could reuse it like 
not that far away as a Mothman. Oh, Mothman. He just changed the head. Yeah. And the arms. Well, Mothman is pretty is more anthropomorphic, though, right? Isn't he just a man with moth parts? Well, according to the statue, but if you look at the descriptions of the way people drew him, it was more like a lump with legs and wings and two big eyes. <laughs> like a lump. Yeah, like seriously, <laughs> it, it was like a. It was more like an owl. Yeah. Well, I more of an yeah. owl. More, more exactly of a large bird, sort of thing. Yeah, so uh, apparently this showed up at some point on a show called Monsters and Mysteries in America that didn't look dumb enough for me to bother watching the episode when I found it. Like, it didn't look like the mountain monsters. <laughs> one of the dozens of, of yeah. running around in the woods with night vision shows. Yeah, one of the dozens of mediocre, crappy, urban legend cryptid shows. You know, my friend Billy and I entered a 48-hour film festival a while ago, and we did... It's exactly that same format, but with Santa. <laughs> we were trying to fight Santa. That's awesome. And we end up shooting him at the end. Uh, and, then, and then our our end thing is it was just a fat guy we found in the woods that we accidentally shot. That, that sounds kind of like um, Rare Imports. Which I still haven't seen yet. It's I've seen the short. I haven't seen the full version, but the short's pretty great. It's been recommended to me a couple mm-hmm. of times. I haven't seen it yet. <clears throat> I actually, but we did, it was so easy to recreate that exact show super easy <laughs> it was us like walking around in the woods with the just the it was one of those sony handycams that had the night vision on it uh-huh. and instead of a instead of a chest mount we just put the extended the tripod legs out and held it against your chest okay so it just sees your head and it looks like it's on one of those chest rigs as you're just pushing through bushes nice it looked it looked exactly like every one of those shows. It was so easy. It was great. Okay, so uh, I'm going to read uh, another story. Did you, by, did you hear that? <laughs> I heard it. Did you hear that? I hear some. No. I hear jingle bells. No. Is it, that's exactly what we did. Did you hear that? Jingle bells. Sleigh bells. That's exact, that's Are you exactly listening? What, that's exactly what we did. It was so easy. It was like <laughs> fill in the blank. Hmm. How'd you do in the festival? We got, I think, second place viewer's choice. Nice. I think is what we got. Did you win, like, a $50 uh, uh, savings bond? I don't remember what if we won. I don't think we won anything at all. I don't recall. Okay, so this this may be my favorite of the ones I looked at, but this one isn't from New Jersey. It's a Mantis Man. This is from Phantoms and Monsters, where the writer has an entire category of Mantis Man. And so they don't all show up in in New Jersey. This is in Greenville, South Carolina. And I said this to a friend of mine. I think. Yeah, I I drove through it because I have a friend who lives about half an hour away from Greenville. I sent it to him. And he said, uh, you know, they do a lot of meth around here. (laughs) But this actually does not take place. This is not a recent one. Uh, It took place in 76 or 77. So it begins, hi, I'm a 42-year-old female married with grown kids and five grandchildren. And doing the math on that. Wait, how old is she? 42. 42 and has five grandkids? Yeah, someone's uh, having ill-advised premarital sex. With, huh. you know. Uh, first of all, since this encounter, I have never forgotten it. Although exactly what happened is a mystery to me. Uh, so it's good she never forgot it. She says first of all, but then doesn't say second of all, which bothers me. Uh I was around age three or four. We lived in a trailer park in Greenville, South Carolina, in Mr. Hickam's Trailer Park. 
Mr. Hickam. Mr. Hickam. If you want to go to Trailer Park, go to Mr. Hickam's. So this would have been about 1976 or 77. All this information has been confirmed by my mom. It was a warm and sunny day. I was playing outside with my two older brothers. I was the youngest of three. God, she writes like Trump writing a tweet. Just declarative statement after declarative statement. It was a day like all the others, and we were playing tag or hide-and-go-seek. Oh, shit, there was a compound sentence. I went to hide. I ran around the back of our home, and suddenly I ran almost into a humanoid praying mantis. At the time, I thought it was a giant insect. I could not really comprehend what I was seeing. I felt like all the breath was taken from me. It was taller than my dad, and it was standing next to our propane tank. <laughs> taller than my dad. I love that. Well, what kind of measurements of four-year-old are going to use? Do you think it was stronger than your dad? Oh, no, nothing stronger than my dad. Except my, for my dad. No, your dad sucks. My dad could beat up your dad and the Mantis Man. You know, that's if I was a dad, in some context, I would be the strongest dad, depending on the sample of the group. Yeah. At you, some point, your dad was the strongest dad, depending you, on God company. Yeah, he's not always <laughs> the strongest dad, but he can be. My dad could beat up your dad. Well, my dad is in a wheelchair. He has Lou Gehrig's disease. <laughs> oh. You still kick his ass, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's just thus proving my point. <laughs> <laughs> Years later, when I thought about it, I told myself that maybe there was a gas leak. Anyway, back to the mantis. There's a gas leak? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just hanging out, you know, like uh, like the Oracle at Delphi, breathing in fucking fumes and seeing crazy shit. Anyway, well, back I, to the mantis. You know, when I think about it, our house was later a super fun site because of all the lead. Maybe that had something to do with it. That's why we don't learn good. <laughs> Years later, when I thought about it, I realized I had just eaten paint chips for breakfast. <clears throat> oh boy anyway back to the mantis I the best part is that it was taller than her dad i know <laughs> and then it was just hanging out by a propane tank like it's not coming it's not going where they can see it but it's not really hiding it's just like ooh, clean burning propane you know i bet i know what this thing is tank uh, hill what were godzilla's monster island had giant mantises did they hang out near propane tanks were they taller than your dad they Definitely, they're taller than everybody's dad. <laughs> I don't know about that. My dad's pretty Let's fucking see, tall. They Dude, my dad's they like really tall. tall. My dad's taller than Shaq. What? Tamakoras, the uh, kaiju film monster. Okay. From Son of Godzilla. It was oh. beating up baby Godzilla. Oh, that was a bad one. So, uh, I stood there frozen in broad daylight, and the creature was just staring back at me. And then everything is blank until I came running back into our trailer, screaming that I am in pain between my legs. <laughs> oh, no. What did the, the mantis do? <laughs> my mother's so concerned, she pulled down my shorts and underwear to inspect. She says nothing is wrong, and I go to sleep crying. So, being completely serious... Is it possible that this person was molested and created a monster in her brain to deal with the trauma? Huh. Well, oh, I, it's a bummer story now. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think that's how memory construction really works. I think that's how Hollywood thinks it works. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say that she was huffing gas fumes. Um, but anyway. Show me on the doll where the giant mantis touched you. 
she goes did on the to giant say, bug gets you in the bathing suit area did the did the did the mantis touch your no-no parts <laughs> i'm just thinking of the south park where the guy's like did you do one of these huh <laughs> To try one of these on for size, and then he's doing all this like, really fucked up stuff to the doll. Did you do this? <laughs> this has always been with me. This and this praying mantis stays in the back of my mind. So I guess the praying mantis and being in pain between her legs, I don't know. Then a few years ago, I heard about this UFO sighting reported by Highland, Illinois Police Department. Weird, I thought. We moved up there when I was seven and moved back to South Carolina when I was ten. I was telling my husband about this thing that happened when I was a happens when I was a kid. We both laughed as I swore it really did happen. So I got curious and googled the praying mantis aliens. I remember it felt like I was punched in the stomach as I sat there looking at an imagery exactly how I saw it over thirty years ago. I showed it to my husband, and he was in shock. I don't know what happened to me between my encounter and when I came running and screaming about burning down there. I had a real fear of monsters after that and a great deal of nightmares, but nothing like what I saw. It was all about bloody baby dolls inside plastic bags, scooting their plastic bodies around and down the hallways trying to get me. I think that's a it's scene in bizarre. Akira. So bizarre. Also, another recurring dream was a farmer-type man in overalls with a pitchfork walking by all my family members just to get to me. So the American Gothic man was hunting her down. And you know he's not wearing a shirt under those overalls. Oh, fuck no. Just overalls. At the end of the dream, he would stab me in the chest. The dream never started when I lived in Highland, Illinois. I was never able to give birth naturally either. I had to have C-sections. Like, this is just all over the place. It's just like a series of non-sequiturs. My father passed away at the age of 38 from lung cancer, and I was only 15. (laughs) That's the next fucking sentence. Hmm. It has not been easy, an easy life for me, but I'm a Christian and find comfort in God's word. I have tried to read more about this mantis humanoid creature, and I have not got a lot of info. Usually when I'm reading about it, right before bed, I fall asleep very quickly and get nowhere. I'm reaching out because I feel like this is really happening, and not just to me. It doesn't matter to me to get attention via printing a story. I just want to know if you have heard of others like me. Sincerely, CMB. Uh, and also, if you're, if you're not uh, aware, CMB oil will uh, cure any ailment you have. You just kind of rub it on wherever it hurts. Yeah. And the CMB oil will fix it. Just get on Reddit for more details. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, that was, that, that, that was quite uh, just twists and turns all over the place with that story. So you just randomly found that? Well, when I Googled Mantis Man. Well, I mean, not really. I wasn't just like, oh, let's just go to stumble upon today. It's 2003. There are no comments. It makes me kind of sad. Well, you can fix that. There are, but there isn't a place for comments. Oh, okay. Comments are not allowed. Um, uh, By the way, I don't know if this is, if this is, um, like, what are the cookies on my computer telling their ad service? I don't think so, but most of the ads looking at this website for me are about bowel cleansing. The the one I'm looking up right now is this semi-handsome man sitting in front of a a degree on the wall, and it says leading doctor. It's like a super wash for your bowels. 
<laughs> super it's like a pressure washer right up in there. Here, let me let me send you the link and see if you get those two. Here. See if you also see butt washing ads or if it's just me. You wanna you wanna know if these are targeted? Yeah. Or if they're just random. Um, let's see. Um, I've got something for Arcane Radio. I think UFO that's the stuff. Scroll Leading down to the doctor. Bottom of the it's like a super wash for yeah, your bowels. There it is. It's not a, just me. And there's some kind of organ. What is that supposed to be? I uh, I don't know. Is that your bowel after it's cleaned? Yes. Gross. Uh, okay. So let's see. Where's another good one? Let me poke through these ones I found. So here's. Uh, Okay. Dead 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 air. Dead air. Corpses. <clears throat> Tall uh, there's mantis. There's a whole bunch of links to other things down here. Like new Mothman like encounter in Chicago. Yeah, well, bad things happen in Chicago. It's the murder capital of the US. Of course Mothman's gonna be there. He's a portent of doom. US Special Forces hunt killer Bigfoot group in western North Carolina. Yeah, I like that. I saw that. Denver Riggleman was all about that. I bet. I bet he was following because it involves the military and Bigfoot. Hunt killer Bigfoot group in Western North Carolina. <laughs> I think we would have heard about that other than this oh, website. Man. Okay, so here's one from February 26th of this year. Tall, quote, Mantis, Guardian Angels. I found your channel a few months ago because I was trying to look for explanation of what I, ha- I seen tall white angels that look like bugs. That's all one sentence. This happened in central Pennsylvania, July 2013. I was injured and not on any meds and not drinking. Just resting, just trying to heal in my room. There was four of them in my room, height around eight to nine and a half feet tall with extremely large protruding black eyes which wrapped around the head and whitish skin with slight tint of color. Bodies were extremely skinny but muscular. I don't know exact height, but they had to duck in my room when they came through the air and walls. What? Like, are they... Okay, so what? how do you... Are they ghosts? Is that what you're getting from that line? Huh, so they just phase through the wall? Like, but if they can phase through the wall, why do they have to duck? Can't they just put their heads through the ceiling? Huh. Maybe they sure, want to be not? seen. So, from the entities, I felt overwhelmingly love and compassion like a parent for their child. The first one spoke to me in my thoughts. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. She can see us. She can see us. Don't be scared. It was telling me this in my brain. I was looking and listening at them all around my room. The whole experience only lasted a few minutes before I blacked out. Next morning, I told my mom, and she said she prayed for guardian angels to be around me. My husband told me, do not say that or they will put me in crazy home. Then I secretly told my best friend, and she told me a girl in our town was forced into a hospital by her family because she saw aliens. So I was shocked because I never knew the story of the other girl until she told me. That was all in caps, by the way. That's why I read it like that. (laughs) I tried to explain they were angels that looked like extremely tall bug people. But after that, I kept quiet about what they looked like for years. Now I research online, but it's hard to find kind of stories about tall bug-like entities. And yeah, they are telepathic. They were as real as the glass of water I was holding. Never seen a UFO, and I have never been abducted. Never a believer until that night. Man. That's a pretty good letter to Penthouse. 
<laughs> you won't believe what happened. I was sick, no drugs, no alcohol. And then I had a sweet orgy with four alien angel bugs. So even even the person who is posting these, the, the person that runs the website, says, I doubt these were guardian angels or any other celestial being. Let but me just dot dot dot. In. They just don't oh, show up in your these. bedroom, much less as a group. <laughs> Most likely, these were other non-terrestrial entities similar to what was encountered in Hackettstown, New Jersey, <laughs> along the Musconic Kong River. <laughs> as far as the beings having love and compassion for the eyewitness, I suppose that's debatable. It's like you're going to poo-poo the love and compassion, but not the fact that they were giant mantis men. Giant mantis. <clears throat> Who walked through walls. Yeah. So, mantis man. People have actually seen the mantis man. Oh, here are some short stories of uh, insectoids. This is the category of aliens? No, it's a category. Well, it's a category of whatever. If it's an, it's an alien, maybe it's a cryptid. Maybe it's a mantis man. Maybe it's a guardian angel. I don't know. So here, I'm going to send you this one. <clears throat> All right. This is the new one. Ah, one new message. So these have come from a place called the Humanoid Sighting Reports Archive. UFOinfo.com <laughs> slash humanoid. I like the renderings of the creatures. Yeah, they totally look like something out of like like early versions of a fantasy RPG or something from the <clears throat> like original Half-Life. Oh yeah, but like better, more <clears throat> more polygons. Maybe Half-Life 2. Or Half-Life 3. Half-Life 3 is confirmed there are 3 of them. Look. Is there a Oh, yeah. There are three of them. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this first one. <clears throat> a six-year-old girl... Oh, wait. <clears throat> Location, Suwanee, Georgia. Date, June 15, 2007. Time, 2 o'clock a.m. A six-year-old girl told her mother she had a nightmare during the night. She told her mother that she had been in a room with a giant, quote, hornet. But it wasn't a hornet, but more like a mixture of a cricket and a hornet. Like a praying mantis thing, but taller. She also said that there were other creatures, shorter, like three and a half feet tall. These didn't look like insects, but didn't look like people either. She described them as having very black eyes. She also noticed that the shorter creatures were wearing shoes or boots, like the kind a basketball player wears. <laughs> Must be expensive to be a, a six-legged basketball player. He's got those the big baller brand mm -hmm. from that one dude. Oh, yeah. From uh, Le LeVar, LeVar Ball. Ball is his name? LeVar Ball. Got some LeVar Ball shoes. <laughs> now, only $9,000. Big baller. I got the aliens shilling for Big Baller now. Well, this was two, oh, this is 2007. Those would have been early prototypes. Yeah. She recalls so, lying down, and while they put some sort of tube or instrument in her ears, she also said it was the reason for the bad taste in her mouth. At this point, she started to resist and said she fought the two of them off and then woke up in her bed. So, kid had a dream. Yeah, kid had a dream. It was a hornet, but it wasn't a hornet. It was like a cricket and a hornet, but then it was like a praying mantis, but it was only taller. Yeah, that's what a six-year-old says about a nightmare. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. And okay. then what happened? Yeah. Oh, there was some. They were short, and they had basketball shoes on, and they had basketball, and they put a thing in my ear. Then I woke up. Basketball shoes? Yeah. 
Wow, yeah. that sounds scary. It was. And then they put a thing in my ear and I woke up. <laughs> and that's where that ends if you're a normal person. Yeah. But somebody had to report it to a website full of cranks who can't. I think I need to tell like, the internet about this. A, th- a thing that was seen has to exist. Have Appar- a tenuous grasp on reality. There so. have to be some people for whom imagination is impossible. You know what I mean? <laughs> I guess that's true. Like, well, I never like, could have come up with that. Oh, yeah. Somebody said they saw a thing. They, nobody could have imagined a thing or dreamed it. It has to be real. That's why ancient astronauts are real is because ancient peoples never could have come up with stuff. Well, I mean ancient brown peoples. Well, yeah. The Greeks <laughs> could do whatever they wanted because they were smart, but not the fucking Egyptians or the Incas. The Aztecs making space guys. Uh. Okay. Location. Walkopolska province, Poland. I think I got that right. Date, 2001. Time, evening. A 23-year-old woman was camping in the area and one evening was walking along a forest on a long meadow on her way to her tent when she noticed a bizarre creature standing by a nearby lake. The creature made a movement as if picking something up from the ground. It then apparently heard the witness approach and quickly disappeared from sight. The witness stood literally petrified as she watched the creature standing only eight meters from her. She feels the creature was also frightened. She described the creature as resembling a large insect, parentheses, mantis. Its face was long and thin, its body very thin and subtle, and it was about 1.6 meters tall. So this was a shorter one. So this one we're talking like less than six feet. Yeah, pretty small. Its skin was you know, gray. For a bug. Well, yeah, for a giant bug. It's a mini giant bug. Its skin was gray or beige in color. It also had something resembling long and narrow insect wings. Its eyes were large and dark, insect-like. The eyes terrified the witness and gazed at me, and I knew that it did not know what it would do. Are, are, how is that frightening? If, like, it's completely lost and doesn't know what it's going to do, how are you scared? <laughs> well, it is a giant bug. Like, you see the bug, and the bug sees you, and the bug's like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. It's a lady. Oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And you're like, oh, no. Uh, our encounter had no meaning or aim. It appears to have been a total surprise for both of us, the witness stated. She states that she has witnessed numerous other strange phenomena since that particular encounter. Parentheses, no detail on that yet. Oh, from Poland. Yeah, sounds reliable. And here's one from Chicago. I'll, I'll finish up with this one. Date, August 1999. Time, late night. A man visiting a friend's house and sleeping on the sofa in the bedroom suddenly woke up feeling very panicky and totally unable to move. Now, it's, I, I have a lot of thoughts about what could be happening when you're sleeping on your friend's sofa and you wake up and you can't move. <laughs> like, you're going to have dicks on your head. Got roofied. Looking towards the front door, he saw a huge humanoid figure over seven feet tall standing by the door. The figure resembled a large, quote, praying mantis, and was wearing something resembling a black and purple cloak. So it was a wizard. Yeah, it's a wizard. Wizard Mantises can have wizards. Yeah, I mean, like, a mantis uh, can be a wizard or a fighter uh, or a rogue. Like, whatever. They can be whatever class they want. (laughs) Not bard, though. Uh, no, don't you tell a wizard it can't be a, 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 a mantis, it can't be a bard. Mantis can play a lute, too. According to my rule book. Your rule book is dumb. Well, maybe it should be updated, then. 
Its skin was dark gray in color. It slowly approached the witness and reached out to him with a large hand with long, thin fingers and grabbed his shoulder. So it's a mantis in a cloak with fingers. Oh, finger mantis? That is creepy. At this point, the witness lost consciousness and does not recall anything else of the incident. He remembered also feeling very cold during the encounter. Well, he blacked out before it could show him some close-in sleight-of-hand magic. (laughs) With its really long fingers? Yeah. I mean, it's probably really good. And I bet it's an excellent loot player. Put on gloves and did card tricks. How does it do it? (laughs) Amazing. Nothing up my cloak? Yeah, so... Mantises doing close-up magic are the worst kind of mantises. Magic mantis. Yeah, there we go. So, Mantis Man, it's real. Wearing a cloak. <laughs> That's the best well, I guess. I guess there's a percentage of them are going to be dorks. Well, yeah, I mean, a percentage of anyone's going to be dorks. That one, that guy had, like, the misfortune to hang out with the Mantis who has, like, a $30 tent sale katana hanging on his wall. <laughs> Or one with, like, a dragon hilt. (laughs) What he didn't see because it was dark was that there was a three-wolf moon shirt under the cloak. (laughs) A percentage of any intelligent being is going to have a subset that collects fantasy knives. Yep. Oh, I found (laughs) this one at a truck stop in Iowa. This is Um, my off-brand Batleth. Yeah, and then I looked out the window, and his friend, the Bigfoot wearing a trilby, was in the yard. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they rode off together on the back of their buddy, Mothman Incel. Incel Mothman. Who <laughs> was really pissed because his mom wouldn't let her bar- let him borrow the Buick today. Man, moth chicks are all fucking bitches, you know? Like, I don't even <laughs> jerk off anymore because, like, why even bother? <laughs> fucking Mothman proud boy. Just a bunch of Ogopogos, you know, take all the women. That's all they want, or or sea cryptids. Fucking lake monsters. I don't know why bitches like all lake monsters when I'm over here flying. Cryptid cryptid incels. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you think? You think think he's real? You think that... That's why these mantis, mantis, mantis mans are sneaking up on people. They don't have any social skills. Well, and that's why that one didn't know what to do with the Polish lady, because yeah, it like, didn't, whoa, like, whoa. oh, it's a woman? I don't, oh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> he was just so confused to actually be that close to the lady he was just kind of creeping on. Mm-hmm. He should have invited her to a wine and cheese party. Yeah, Polish chicks love that. Yeah, like like Neil deGrasse Tyson does. What's the, what, I haven't read any, I haven't really wanted to read any so, details. So what's, um, the, what's the case there? So he flatly denies the years old allegations that he date rape, date rape somebody in, uh, uh-huh. in grad school, which I kind of expected. He cops to doing everything in the, the, he looked up my dress to see my tattoo and then the wine and cheese party story, uh, which was basically I was his assistant on a show. And after rap, he took me up to his hotel room laid out a wine and cheese plate. He kind of took his dress shirt off, started playing Barry White. Like, he cops to all of that, but says, like, it was just, it was misguided, and I thought we were friendly, and it's just a thing that I've done with multiple friends of mine. It was not my intent to make her think I was trying to seduce her, but motherfucker, you do not go in your shirt sleeves to a wine and cheese party in your hotel room with your hot female assistant and play Barry White, and then be like, oh, I didn't mean to 
give that impression. <laughs> like he is uh, one. He's a masturbated plant pot away from a Weinstein. At that point. And so like he admits to it and he apologizes, but it also seems like he's not clear on why that was creepy. Mm-hmm. Like and it's not it's like it's 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 extra creepy. And but he also says he welcomes any investigation, which, you know, that's that's good. Um, and we'll see what happens, what ter- what gets turned up. Um, I don't think he's going to be having any more wine and cheese parties, though. Huh. I kind of hope when he got home, his wife beat him with a shoe. <laughs> oh. Like, what you doing, Neil? Going to go around and take other bitches up to wine and cheese party? Is this before? Is this when he was married? Yeah. No, this was the, the, the two that came out a couple of days ago were both in the last five or six years. I oh, so want that's pretty recent. Yeah, it's pretty recent. The uh, the How other long has one he been married. I don't know. A while. Longer than I that. I don't know everything about Neil deGrasse Tyson, and now I'm going to Google it to get his wiki page and just come up with all the sexual harassment news stories. Uh, how long has he been married? Personal life. Uh, to, with his wife Alice Young, they were married in 1988. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. He is a wine enthusiast. His collection was featured in May 2000 issue of the Wine Spectator and a spring 2005 issue of the World of Fine Wine. <sighs> uh, so then, what happened? Did she lose her job for? No, the job was over. Uh, but oh, okay. uh, apparently, she left. Like the jo- or the job was almost over, but she left before the job was over because it made her so uncomfortable. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, <sighs> you can know, we, can we can we just agree at, on a scale for this kind of stuff? Yeah. It's, there's it, some things are worse than others. Yeah. I like I, this is creep behavior and possibly attempted seduction. Probably, I don't know, with Barry White in the background. It's creep behavior, and it like like. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it seems like there's just no scale anymore. It's that if you did anything, then you're like a, you're a predator and are never allowed to work again. Well, mo- most people <laughs> I've seen discussing this are saying like he is okay. If the date rape things are true, he's a fucking rapist. But if if yeah, that's a whole yeah. that's a different category. But the date rape thing, the, like the lady seems kind of crazy, um, uh-huh. and it, and it very well may be true. Uh, now there are three accusations of him doing uh, the first one of uh, you know he I had a solar system tattoo he looked up under my the strap of my dress to see if he could see Pluto um, that's like uh, I have had a few beers and I don't know my boundaries anymore right yeah. it's inappropriate but it's not like horrible um, and the the wine and cheese party is just like dude what the, inter- it, that what is inappropriate it's 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 creepy it's inappropriate especially with a subordinate yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't know what's going to come of it, but he copped to both of those. So it's not like people are still saying, well, he's innocent until proven guilty. Well, one, he admitted it Two, that only applies in a court of law where every case must be held in a vacuum. And in the real world, like 95% of sexual harassment allegations turn out to be true. (laughs) Do you think Louis is going to get to come back ever? (sighs) No. And I kind of am okay with just, that. He's just done forever. Like, he tried and got a bunch of shit for just, well, you know, I'm just going to kind of apologize and then disappear for a year. And then I think that makes everything better. wonder what, because I expected he was going to come back and do, like, a whole I, 
like a whole a whole thing about yeah. just that. I think he's a guy who is capable of introspection to the the point of doing a killer comedy set about that massive horrible thing that he did. But I don't think that's he's what I expected I, yeah, him I, to come back and do like a whole hour just on like, that. Yeah, instead of ignoring it and pretending like it didn't happen after just disappearing for a year. That's what I was expecting, and yeah. that didn't happen. So yeah, the part of me that really likes to laugh hopes he does something like that and makes a legit comeback. But then part of me is like, he did some fucked up shit. He can just sit on his millions and be cool. Because hearing other comics talk about it, it's everybody knew about it for years. Yeah, and and then suddenly with the when it became well, well when it became it <laughs> like i don't want to say it's not like it's me too made it more socially acceptable but it made it easier to like when the wave broke right right when, when suddenly everybody was like oh shit we can talk about this yeah and then they're like hey louis does this and yeah. like, well yeah he's been we've, <laughs> we've been joking like the comic the comics have been joking about it for a while yeah, it's and it's everybody like, knew about it it's like oh robin williams steals jokes yeah we know we're comics but it's whatever. So that's our depressing end of Neil deGrasse Tyson being a total creep huh. and admitting to being a total creep, but denying he's a date rapist. So hopefully it'll stop at creep. And he creeped on a couple of women and didn't rape anybody. Yeah. Well, good night, everybody. Mantis man. He's real. Mantis man. Yeah. Have you heard the allegations against Mantis Man? They are substantial. Well, everybody, thanks for listening to the show that got kind of depressing at the end because sexual assault is bad. Uh, uh, but, you know, Mantis Man's pretty good, and we like to think that we're pretty good. So if you could please... Uh, leave us a review or whatever. I don't even know how to access iTunes reviews. I honestly, I can't find the way in the interface of iTunes because it's a fucking nightmare. So if you left us a review, thanks. I have never read it and probably never will. Um, but yeah, thanks, and we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye.